Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Kanich Yiha. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And last weekend, we went to an anime convention. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of wanted to talk about it um, and our experience there, and then also just some like convention things in, in general. Right, like some pointers, how to's, things like that. Yeah. So, first off, we went to A Fest. So that's an annual convention that's in the Dallas area, mm-hmm. or in Dallas proper, actually. Yeah. And it's it's not a new convention either. Mm-mm. I mean, it's early 2000s, I believe. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact date when it started. Yeah. But I've been there a couple times. Uh, this is my I'm, first time. <laughs> I went when I was in high school, yeah. so that was <laughs> at least 10 years ago. Yeah. Jeez, 10 years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Just a couple of things about conventions. So most conventions that you go to, you have to actually pay to be there. So like you have to get a badge and things like that so that you can go to the different panels, go shopping, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so one like really nice trick or tip is that a lot of the times conventions will have it cheaper if you pre-register. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times I've noticed that conventions have like three levels Mm -hmm. like way ahead kind of ahead and just ahead Mm -hmm. and then there's like week before yeah yeah. (laughs) which is still like i mean i think it's still cheaper even if it is just the week before maybe Eh, it depends on the depends yeah um and i think most people do it this way now where it's by like number right so it's like they will have Say like you're you're very or no I think it might just be that actually might be pretty like specific to AFS to AFS I know yeah. there's basically you can have it either by times so like say you know this convention was in July so say okay if you register in February which we did mm-hmm. if you register in February it's like twenty bucks off and then if you register in March it's a little less than that yeah but for um, so that's one way to do it, and another way is that it's just by number. So they'll be like, okay, we have 300 tickets that we are selling for this price. And then once that's done, we have another 200 tickets that right. we are selling for this price. And it just kind of like trickles down from there until it is actually like week of, and then they hike up the price. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so if you're planning on going to a convention, I suggest doing like planning ahead of time. Yes. Not doing. You can. I mean, yeah. we saved probably like twenty dollars. Yeah, and the other thing is that, um, like, like week of ish. I mean, we were looking at at day passes that oh, were yeah. the same price as our entire event passes. Yeah. So that's another thing. Yeah. Is that you don't have to get the full weekend pass. Typically, it's. Um, you can get typically it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. This uh, A Fest is a little special because they also have it on Monday, yeah. And you can get your badges Thursday evening. I want to say most places, most conventions nowadays, you can get the badge Thursday yeah. evening. But like, there's nothing to do. You just pick up the badge so that way you can get into the convention quicker on right. Friday. Right. Yeah. And um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So. You don't have to get a full weekend. You can get those day passes. The day passes are going to be, like, more expensive than or the same price, kind of, sometimes, as just getting the weekend pass. But mm-hmm. if you can't, like, commit to a full weekend of it, mm-hmm. just get the day pass. Yeah. Um, 
But I don't think I don't think day passes ever go on sale though. I don't think so either. They really are just for those people like week of mm-hmm. deciding they want to like go for a day. Yeah. So. So, but before you go to so, say you got uh, your pass and it's time for a convention. So it's day of, and when you should show up. So if you're doing cosplay, you're gonna need to wake up a bit earlier so that you can <laughs> get all together Mm -hmm. um sometimes you don't have to get in full cosplay like for example when what i was cosplaying had a really big wig so i didn't put on my my wig until i got there because i got to drive and things like that Mm -hmm. but i'd say typically it's good to get there maybe a just a couple hours after it opens so whenever it first opens, whenever a convention first opens, they're most likely not going to have the artist alley or the um, dealer's room open yet. And there's not necessarily going to be very many panels starting yet either. Mm-hmm. And so there's really not a reason to get there as soon as it opens. Mm-hmm. But the later it gets, the, the more people are going to be there. So yeah. it's going to be harder finding parking. It's going to be harder to get around especially if you want to go to like the artist alley and things like that so i'd say so i think the the convention opened a fest opened at like nine something like that yeah but we would get there around 11 to 12 mm-hmm. so yeah and i mean especially on like friday and saturday though there will be panels that are earlier yeah there will be i mean just if you are wanting to go to those just plan accordingly yeah Yeah. so definitely get a good night's sleep before um this also i i didn't even write this in my notes because i've never done it um but um be mindful of where you're staying so Mm -hmm. most um most conventions are at hotels and so you can actually stay at the convention i've no i guess i have stayed at the convention one time and it was the first time I went to A-Fest. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a game changer. It really is. I've uh, My very first convention, which was a, uh, Acon back in high school, I stayed at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And it was a game changer. But yeah, because if you, st- it, if you stay at the hotel, it's going to be a bit more expensive because, like, it's typically a destination. Mm-hmm. And, and it's usually a nice hotel. Like, yeah. not like, you know, like... Like it's a convention a, center. A yeah, lot exactly. Like it's a, it's gonna be a hotel where like people actually like like host things. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. So like, like I think I think I saw that a the the Sheraton that A Fest was at. Mm-hmm. It's like two hundred dollars a night, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which if you're going to stay at um at a hotel look into coming with friends so that Mm -hmm. you can share the price or share the yeah the price yeah which i will say there are some hotels that are kind of against that so a lot a thing that you see a lot at conventions is like they get a hotel room for like that has like two two queen beds Uh but they'll have like six people in the room Mm mm-hmm Someone's sleeping in the bathtub. Exactly. Under the desk. Yeah. And that's technically not allowed. Yeah. And so I know, like, 
I'm pretty sure Ikikon, um, the hotel that it's in, they have wristbands. Mm, mm-hmm. So, like, you can't use the elevator without a wristband. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when you're getting to the when you're getting to the convention, um, a lot of times parking is going to be hard. So it also really depends on where the convention is at. So, like for example, Ikikon has a it's like a it has a really big parking lot and a parking garage. So, like, there's no problem. And it's free. Mm-hmm. So, parking is, f- like, free. Which is kind of crazy, actually. Yeah. Because I've been to a few conventions. And it's the only convention I've been to with free parking. Um, counter, the last convention that we went to before this, at the airport. Oh. Technically, that was free. Oh, yeah. You're right. We went to, um, oh, my God. What was it even called? Um, what was that convention even called? I don't remember. I just know that it was... It's the convention at the, the airport. The convention at the airport. <laughs> um, the picture had an airplane. Yeah, and, like airplanes yeah. in the background. But um, it was at the D- the the DFW airport, international airport. Mm-hmm. Like, which is just crazy to me. It like, is. it's legit in an airport. Yeah. But, okay, regardless, the nice thing about it was that you take the toll in, which you already you have to pay for that. Yeah. Take the toll in... You get the ticket for the parking, and then they just verify it. Yeah. Like, you, you you tell them, like, hey, this is my parking ticket. Can you verify it? And they're like, sure. So, technically, that's free. Yeah. It's free parking. True. Yeah. So, you do just have to figure out what the parking is. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the times, they're in places where... In cities. Parking, in cities. Yeah. So, you have to pay for parking. Uh, parking garages are around, different things like that. Um, but... Parking is an expense that you're going to have to think about mm-hmm. on top of, like, if you're staying there, things like that. Um, badges. Whenever you... So, I know A-Fest is special with badges um, because you can actually get them mailed to you if you pre-order far enough ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but most badges, you're going to get there and there's going to be an enormous line. <laughs> And you're going to have to wait in that line for probably about an hour, if not longer. Mm -hmm. And then you get your badge, they give you a lanyard, and then you're good to go for the convention. Yep. So a lot of, like, panels and sometimes the dealer's room and artist alley, you have to actually have your badge to go in there. So You should, like, show it, flash it. Yeah. Um, So just... Uh, on top of your expenses of like parking and things like that, you're also going to have to think about food. If you're there, if you're going to be there for a couple hours, um, typically conventions have some sort of. I mean, there's hotel like, food. Yeah. It's and it's going to be stuff like hot dogs. Yeah. And pizza slices. And it's going to be expensive. And it's going to be overpriced. So, I kind of recommend bringing your own food. Pack a sandwich. I'm a big bring your own food. Or mm-hmm. I am a big bring your own food person. I was the person who would make like four sandwiches the night before, cut them up so that they could all fit in a Tupperware <laughs> neatly in my bag, put them in the fridge, and then bring them to the convention. Plus my bag of Cheerios. I need to have my bag of Cheerios at the convention. <laughs> it's a it's a need. It's a must. And I I recommend it to you guys. Bring a bag of Cheerios. Also a game changer. Just saying. <laughs> I'd be eating my bag of Cheerios in. I had cosplayers who would like walk by me and be like, damn, I wish I had a bag of Cheerios. I'm like, yeah. 
it's important. Um, so on to like what we actually did while we were there. Mm-hmm. So after we got our badge, there's actually a um, a survey that they have, um, an optional survey that we could fill out. Mm-hmm. So it was for A and M. Yes, yeah. the anime research. Wait, let me look it up. But yeah, yeah, there was a survey. So basically, mm-hmm. what it was was that it was just a long survey asking different things about like um, your fan culture, your gender sexuality. Things like that, so that they could study it and mm-hmm. see. I'm I'm not super sure exactly what they were doing with it. Yeah. Probably just statistics. Honestly. Yeah. Um. So they're the uh, international anime research team. They um study anime manga fandoms. Their last book was called "Transported to Another World: The Psychology of Anime Fans." Um, and it seems like they just kind of are studying, um. I mean, just like the study of any fan culture, mm-hmm. um, the role that fandom like plays in their lives, whether that be positive or negative, but like just how it influences them. Right. Yeah. So when you actually get to the convention, there are a couple of things that you can do. So there's panels, there's shopping, and sometimes there's an arcade. Photo shoots. Oh, yeah. One more. And photo photo shoots. shoots. That's right. Photo shoots. Photo shoots slash meetups. Yeah. Meetups. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Well, it's usually for things that are pretty big. Like, it's for the big... Like, so, Naruto, Demon Slayer, Bleach. JoJo's. JoJo's. One Piece. Like, big stuff. And um, also classics. So, like, Oran High School, which Mm -hmm. maybe is a little smaller now, you know, right? Because it's older. But it's such a staple there's always going to be an Oran High School meetup. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's just something. Usually it's, um, usually it's not, it's, it's a funny thing because I don't want to say that it's, it's official, you know? Yeah. It's official, unofficial. It's, it's official, unofficial. <laughs> Basically, a phot- photographers will get together and they'll make a giant Google Doc <laughs> and they'll highlight where, where they'll be in what fandom will be focused there in a time and a place but it's never actually like through the convention so like you won't ever find this map on the convention's website yeah but you'll find it on the facebook page yeah find it you'll find it on the twitter on anywhere else you know so right and what do you have you been to a meetup i have been to one meetup as a character that was like actually like in there and then i've been to a few just because like my friends like to go to meetups and I'm Uh just kind of there you know the first meetup that I ever went to was actually a Homestuck meetup Um, (laughs) not that I was cosplaying from it but my friends were both of my friends were at the time so I just kind of stayed in the background and watched essentially I kind of wandered around this is whenever it was it was the Akon at the um, Hilton Mm -hmm. so it was in their garden so we were outside Uh Okay. so um, I was kind of in and out of it, you know, I'd leave it, come back, whatever. And then I went to a Naruto one um, when I was actually cosplaying from Naruto. I was Kakashi, but it is overwhelming. It was it was like my first cosplay, it was my first convention, and it was overwhelming. So I did not stay long because I just kind of got shy. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's like rapid fire um, because it's just. Like, the photographers are trying to take pictures, you know? So, like, 
it'll usually be like calling out like, all right, I need all the Naruto's, I need all the Sasuke's. And we're just, it's rapid fire switching and switching. Then they'll do like ship ones, they'll do fight ones, they'll do... Um, it also depends on how big the meetup is, how yeah. big the con is. Because yeah. I've been to I've been to a couple meetups and they've been like pretty low key, like chill. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't super fast, but it was it definitely was like don't take your time, like yeah. let's get through this. Yeah, and the thing is that that's it's all on the photographer. Like it's the photographer yeah. that's like we need to go because this photographer has a schedule. Like sorry, he's not here to take photos of you in particular all day yeah. like you know what i mean so he has to go to another meetup somewhere else with a different fandom and it's not to say that like you guys can't hang out afterwards like yeah. for the big part the photographer takes their pictures you, you focus on that and then you guys can hang out yeah i will say this and maybe a, take like more personal pictures right like on your phones and stuff yeah so. this is a very good way to meet fans yes um i've definitely like now have like mutuals that I've met through like meetups. meetups yeah. Um, and like, I will say this though. Um, be wary if you are going to a meetup and you are not fully up to date with like the manga. Because people, a lot of people that go to meetups are really big fans. And so they will intentionally or unintentionally spoil things for you because they they've already seen it because mm-hmm. they're such big fans right yeah and so like but it was another reason why the naruto one wasn't very fun for me is because i just kind of got into it mm-hmm. so i didn't get all the jokes i didn't get all the ins and outs uh, yeah just... yeah uh let's see what else did you say you said meetups you're the one that made the list yeah right? i know but there was one other thing that you said that i didn't have oh it was down. just meetups photo shoots just oh yeah, just yeah, those. yeah I, I put them together yeah so um <laughs> photo shoots though so with um i know some conventions they'll have specific like photo shoot rooms so there'll be a photographer there and typically with like a white screen background and you can go there and you can get your photo mm-hmm. taken and there was one at afes we just didn't go mm. okay i didn't know that I didn't yeah notice. i didn't i didn't notice it until the photographer started posting the pictures oh. and i was like oh <laughs> they were there <laughs> but uh with then other than that, you have panels that you can go to. Panels can range from a lot of different things. Um, typically, they're going to be uh, some some often ones that show up are how-to panels, um, meeting voice actors, different game shows that are made for like anime. Like you could have Anime Jeopardy, mm-hmm. Anime Family Feud, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, different anime trivia. Um, there's going to be like name that tune. Pretty much every convention also has a cosplay contest. So with the cosplay contest, um, it has an allotted time for it, and you have to actually like sign up earlier in the day or earlier the day before to be a part of it. You they typically have a stage that you walk down, um, kind of like a pageant mm-hmm. in your cosplay, and then there are judges and there's a big audience as well, and then I don't know. I'm, depending on the con, you might actually win something from it. Yeah. Um, I know like you, a, I, you get, like, a trophy. Like, yeah. you get, like, a, something physical, like a trophy or a medal or yeah. something like that. But um, more than that, I don't... I'm, I'm sure big ones have a, a prize, like a cash prize. Yeah. Or something like that. But 
some of the ones that we went to though um yeah so some panels that we went to at a fest they had anime loteria which is like mexican bingo yeah unfortunately we didn't win we did not win i love silly little games i love silly little games and i wish i wish that we did go to more there was one where it was just so full Mm -hmm. one time but i think games are fun (laughs) right that is one thing with uh with panels is that you have to plan ahead so if you want to go to a panel there is limited space so a lot of times like you have to go to the panel ahead of time maybe like somewhere between 15 and 30 minutes so that you can get in line it wasn't that bad at a fest with the exception of the name that tune panel mm-hmm. um but like at ikicon for example you have to go there like 30 minutes ahead yeah and same thing with akon yeah most of the time we oh had yeah to be i there, can like, bet with akon with that 30 minutes ahead yeah for sure um one of the other ones that we went to were was an ikibana panel which ikibana is japanese flower arranging uh, i thought it was really interesting yeah it was really cool so the um the group is ikibana international they were the um in chapter 13 of the dallas group um and yeah it was really cool it was pretty um they were really into flowers and it was uh i really liked the uh the presentation the presenter like gave you know like a history lesson essentially yeah like a pretty good uh history like quick history lesson of ikibana in japan and then um it's use there and then how um then they they did the demonstration where mm-hmm. they made arrangements centering around anime figures, which was really cool. I like flowers a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, one thing is is that panels can range from thirty minutes to two hours. Mm-hmm. So like the loteria, I think was only like thirty minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah, well, it was, it was an hour slot. An hour slot, yeah. We we once we were not winning, we left. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Ikebana um, was a two-hour slot, but it only lasted an hour and a half. Yeah, and then they did questions. And, or, like, you know, you go, you go up to the panelists. I mean, they're just people. They're not yeah. nothing scary. You can go up and talk to them <laughs> right. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and then on our second day, we went to LGBTQIA plus in anime, mm-hmm. which I think was a really interesting panel. I actually kind of want to... Well, I'm hesitant because I don't know too much about it i'd mm-hmm. have to do some research but i do kind of want to do like an episode yeah we can use just what we know too i mean because this panel was someone who has been very much in the yaoi and yuri fandom for right. a long time and also like been really in it um yaoi being like gay um men loving men and then yuri being with uh like lesbians women loving women um and I would also like to do it. I think it would be interesting. Um, and it and their panel was very interesting because it was mm-hmm. also once again it was well researched. They did it kind of history style. So like we started in the seventies, moved forward to now. Um, they mentioned things that I didn't know, things that I did know, and um, I thought it was just really cool. And they they mentioned that. Um, 
they it's a presentation that they kept adding on to. Yeah. So it continue it has continuously gotten longer over the years. So um, they basically they had a lot of information. They, yeah. They had a lot of information, and um, I mean I thought it was really cool. You know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it is like I said, basically just like history. Obviously, you can't cover everything, but right. just like the big ones from the past, like four decades. <laughs> yeah. Like three decades. Yeah. <laughs> But say panels aren't your thing, or they are and you want to do something else, there's also a lot of shopping that you can do. That's my favorite part of uh, yes. the convention. I love shopping at conventions. Mm -hmm. um, so typically there are two different types of shopping. There's the dealer's room and the artist alley. Mm -hmm. So the dealer's room is going to have all of your branded merch. So that's going to be figures, that's going to be um, uh, plushes, um, things like that, like Gundam. There are a lot of, like, don't want to word like this, but toys. Yeah. Are, a lot of toys are going to be sold there. Yeah, if it, if it has, like, a brick-and-mortar store, then that's where it's going to be. Yeah. So, for example, like, one that we, uh, for example, uh, Kinokuniya was there, right? Yeah. So Kinokuniya was there selling things that they would sell at Kinokuniya. Right. But they just had a little stall at the convention. Or like uh, Anime Pop. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. So I, I bought from, um, I bought two figures. And one of the figures that I bought, I thought it was really funny because, or no, I bought two figures and a plush. Mm -hmm. And the figure in plush I bought from Anime Pop, like the Anime Pop um stand which is really funny because there's a brick and mortar store in dallas mm -hmm. so i could have just bought it there <laughs> yeah um and there's more like imports mm -hmm. like as far as like figures go oh yeah um more you get more imports so then you get maybe a wider variety of types of figures right um other things that they sell are like t-shirts i feel like a lot of like Artists can make t-shirts too, sure, but like they sell like mass-produced yeah. t-shirts. Like I got like a PlayStation t-shirt that like at a convention one time. It's just like literally has the PlayStation logo on it. It's nothing special. Mm -hmm. um, Something I've actually seen recently is that um, more like like a con a dealer's room will have like a traditional Japanese clothing stand. Mm -hmm. Like that's something that I've seen kind of more recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I've. I've noticed that too. There's like, well, the clothing, for me, it, what I've seen is ranges from the, the traditional Japanese, so like the kimonos and the sandals, mm -hmm. right? Um, fans, stuff like that. And then also just like straight up like renaissance. Yeah. So like corsets and um, gauntlets. Same vests. people. It's the same people. Yeah, it's the same people. So. Same people go to both. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll also find manga there as well. Um, yes, yeah. There's there's gonna Manga, be a lot of, DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. Games. Games. Um, that's also another thing that I've seen kind of more as well. Maybe I just didn't notice it. But like but retro like, games. Not retro like games. not like new games, retro yeah, games. Retro yeah, retro games. <laughs> uh, retro games, retro DVDs. Um, or even just like just like Japanese import like Yeah. DVDs that you couldn't find at Walmart. I don't know. Like yeah. you know. Uh, and then there's also the artist alley. So the artist alley is going to be handmade things, things that are completely original 
and not mass produced. Mm -hmm. So the main thing that you're going to get there are going to be prints. So like things like these that we have on the wall. Yeah, I mean posters, essentially posters, art, yeah. like pieces of art. Yeah. Um, they, typically fan art it can be original, mm -hmm. but typically fan art because fan art is what sells. Right. right. At these conventions, you're going to get your favorite character that looks really nice in somebody's art style. Um, other things that are sold there, I mean, but, uh, pins are, pens, are a big yeah. one. I used to go solely for pins, and now I have a lot of pins, <laughs> and I'm trying to not get any more pins unless it really speaks to me. But um, and then also stickers, stickers, stickers as well. is a big one, yeah. Stickers and keychains. I I'm like not a huge keychain person, personally. I think I kind of want to be, but mm. I'm not. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I totally but, get that. Um, I I think keychains is huge because um, I mean acrylic key. You see acrylic keychains everywhere. Like, they're just it seems like. so clunky. They're very clunky. I mean, hello, it goes on your keys. Like, yeah. I don't know. And if you you are and if you are a person who collects keychains, like it does get obnoxious. Right. You know, um, like my sister, I'll call them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. I, since I got a water bottle, uh, I've been trying to get. Whoops. Okay, it's up over here. here. <laughs> so I've been trying to get more stickers for it. So I got a couple of them, Animal Crossing, Among Us, <laughs> uh, Godzilla, Godzilla and Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but, and also, like, I mean, they're all independent artists, so it's a oh, yeah. great way to support them. Uh, Dealer's Room, since it is big budget i mean the people who are working those boots they're like employees yeah right and typically the when you go to an artist alley and you go up to an artist alley's like stall that's the person who did all the art so yeah. it's either them or their friend covering for them while they go eat something right <laughs> so um yeah a lot of them also have social media so mm -hmm. they'll have like a card, card that yeah. you can get their social media um this is something that i like didn't fully get the first time I went to a convention because uh, I was like a teenager and dumb <laughs> and I was a freshman in high school so yeah. I was pretty dumb <laughs> and um, don't take pictures of oh, art that you see I, in an artist alley I have been a vic I have done that too yeah it, it, same reason or same thing where I just I you don't think about it you don't think about it like because you aren't thinking like that you don't know you don't you're not thinking about how it comes off yeah you know they like it's like these people they are selling it this is how they make their money this is how they make mm -hmm. their this is their business this is yeah. their business you while, while taking a picture of it you're kind of stealing in yeah. a sense yeah because you, they don't know the the intent i mean yeah. they, you, they don't they don't know your intent your intent could just be that sending it to a friend sending it to a friend on snapchat like something yeah. that kind of like i mean goes away but they don't know if it's like oh i like this design i'm gonna take a picture of it so i can trace it so yeah. i can copy it so i mean it's yeah but that is definitely like an etiquette thing you don't take pictures of the artist alley stuff unless you i mean you can ask you can ask because yeah. i know that for the most part they don't seem to from what I've seen, I mean, once again, don't assume, but from right. what I've seen... Always ask. Yeah. They don't mind if you take a picture of the whole booth. You know what I mean? Like, if you back up and, like, they're in the picture and you're like, this artist is here, they're dope, check them out. 
Yeah. Like, at this convention. But, like, a single piece of art, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. You can take a picture of, well, people do, like, merch hauls all the time. And I think that's a little different. But that's different. Yeah. Uh, that's after you bought it. That's, like, after you bought it. You paid for it. So. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a lot of conventions also have game rooms. Mm-hmm. So, um, A-Fest specifically is collaborated with Game Fest. And so it's basically the same thing, mm-hmm. but a lot of um, a lot of conventions will have like arcade like arcades, in that they have a lot of like console setups for fighting games, and they also have a bunch of arcade machines. A Fest wasn't very big. Mm-mm. I don't mind that. It's okay. They had other things. They had other things to do. Yeah. yeah. The um, the arcade was something. <laughs> That I was expecting a little more from, but I can't be upset. There was a man playing D&D without... I mean, not D&D. Um, uh, DDR with his shoes off. With his shoes off. No socks. Do not do that. Do not do that. It oh is my God. unsanitary. It is nasty. I was I was appalled. I was yeah. appalled. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, yeah. don't hog the machines. Have your turn. And let the people behind you have their turn. Yeah. And then you can get back in line. Mm-hmm. Um, in some people conventions, who... it's bigger than others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just be mindful of mm-hmm. how with other people wanting to play. Yeah. I was going to say that. I feel like DDR stands, they're out there. The DDR stands, they, they machine hog. Yes. Sorry, DDR stands, if you're out there and you're like, I'm not a machine hog. No. Y'all are machine hogs. You you freaks out there who practice your duo mat, um, <laughs> yeah combinations. You, then you go to the fucking um, Dave and Buster's and hog the machine all night. I see you. <laughs> I've been around you guys before. Mm-hmm. Y'all suck. <laughs> and a lot of game rooms will also have um, tournaments. So I know mm-hmm. a lot of the times there's Smash tournaments, there's Tekken tournaments. Different things like that that you can also attend. A lot of the times they'll have it's paid, paid entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it isn't. It mm-hmm. just depends on. But yeah. Mostly just have fun, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Game Fest you brought up is more about board games, more yes. about D and D, which is why I said I was really. I mean, I was. I was. I can say I was disappointed. Yeah. I was disappointed in the arcade, especially since the. Um, airport convention had a really lit arcade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they had a lot of they had a lot of cabinets, which is like awesome. Because usually, uh, convention game centers, it's a bunch of it's like a LAN party. It's a bunch yeah. of computers and consoles. So like me, in my brain, I'm like, okay, well I can do that at home. Like I get it. Like you, it's a tournament. You can play with people that you don't know. Whatever. But, like, I can play second at home. I can play Smash at home. I don't know. But at the the airport convention, there were a lot of, like, actual arcades. Yeah. Um, cabinets that were, like, rhythm games and, um, like, actual, like, shooting games. Or, like, it was more rounded to, like, an mm-hmm. actual arcade experience. And, um, but I will say that that was also kind of unique. <laughs> Because I, I mean, at Acon, it is just like it's a land party, but it's on a bigger scale. See, I'm I'm actually used to 
there being a lot of machines. Really? Yeah, because so, um, or, eh, I don't know if I'm necessarily used to it. Um, so, Ikikon has a good number of machines. Mm-hmm. And then, my, my favorite, uh, my favorite convention for the game room is San, uh, San Japan. Mm-hmm. San Japan has an excellent game room because they collaborate with like an arcade. Uh-huh. And so they yeah, get sense. all of their arcade machines mm-hmm. and bring them over. And so there's a ton of different arcade machines at San, San Japan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm just a little spoiled. That's all. <laughs> yeah, no, at Akon, it's, it's just a, a bigger LAN party. Yeah. Um, Which that is a big part of game rooms. Yeah. Is that they're LANs, yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. because they have tournaments. But other types of games is that a lot of um, conventions also have D&D there. Um, mm-hmm. That was a big part of Game Fest in A-Fest is that there are allocated spots or like rooms for making characters and then having a one-off session with someone that has that's planned out a session, like a, a DM. So you like you like go up and you sign up for a spot and then you make your character and unless you already have a character made up and then you like go over to your dm that like is assigned to you and you play a session it can last varying times but i'd say the main thing is that you do have to sign up for it and a lot of times there is a wait list but if dnd is not your thing oh well um other things about like at conventions is that you can either go in normal clothes or you can go in cosplay please do not show up naked (laughs) um we both are cosplayers Mm -hmm. and so we went at least we went two of the days in cosplay and our last day was just in normal clothes um cosplay can be from any anime video game original character anything anything literally anything and i did make a a point because it's iffy on whether it's cosplay or not but fursuits yeah you will see you will see people in fursuits at conventions Mm -hmm. like that is just a guarantee a lot of times they have meetups Mm -hmm. um cosplay can either be homemade or bought no judgment from us either way no judgment man amazon amazon was making bank at that cost at that convention yeah because i mean and this is like no shade this is like totally personal preference i like it when my cosplay looks like clothes yeah like once again that's a personal thing and maybe it is because i'm a little older you know right because when we were their age we didn't like have it wasn't super accessible to get it wasn't as accessible yeah so but what i'm what i'm saying is that there were a lot of people there who were all in the same costume because they all bought it from amazon Mm -hmm. not no once again this is no judgment but i'm an observation i saw like four people four or five people in the same exact costume because they bought it online and um to me those costumes don't look like clothes because they come out of a bag just the truth. I mean, think about like Halloween costumes that you buy that you wear like once and then you throw it away, right? Right. That's what it kind of looks like to me. Um, and then the other part of that though is that a lot of these people who buy costumes like this, I mean, not that they can't be adults, but a lot of them are kids. Yeah. So a lot of them are teenagers. Um, and I'm sure that they feel fabulous in them, you know, and I'm 
I'm sure they do, but um, they never iron them. And it does bother me (laughs) that all of them are folded like they just came out of a bag. Mm -hmm. Um, Once again, that is a way to cosplay. And that is totally valid. And it does, like, it it does to a degree look nice because it looks complete. Yeah. You know? Um, All those Genshin cosplayers? Yes. They all look very complete. They all have their hats and their tights and their gloves. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's a completed costume and it's easy and I get it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not for me. <laughs> and I will say, talking about expenses, cosplay's not cheap. No, it's not. I mean, even um, those bad costumes are not cheap. Yeah, I was going to say, those sometimes can cost you more than making it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because of the convenience. I mean, yeah. and you, like, in a, in a way, know that it's going to look, I mean, it's going to look right. Yeah, it's going to look accurate. It's going to look for the accurate. Most part. Yeah. Um, like, for example, whenever I. Um, cosplayed Kitagawa, right? We saw people there dressed as Kitagawa, and I know that they bought their costume from Amazon because their white button-up shirt didn't look like a real white button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything is just like kind of like polyester-looking. Like their tie, like the tie didn't look like a real tie, and then the skirt didn't look like a real skirt. And I, maybe that sounds crazy to people who like don't know anything about costuming. Yeah. But like when I say that it doesn't look like a real skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like look it looks like it costume-y. was it looks costumey it looks yeah. like a like the fastest fashion you can imagine you know it's not made of materials that you're going that are to, durable yeah and the thing is that those Kitagawa cosplayers I saw those cosplays on Amazon sold as a kit yeah right so that shirt skirt tie combo sold as a kit and was like this is a Kitagawa cosplay but what like I can't do is that so I'm gonna buy a real button-up shirt that a real person would wear and a real tie that a real person would wear and a skirt the skirt can be iffy because it's a schoolgirl skirt but like you know and that's one thing with cosplay <laughs> is that it doesn't have to be entirely accurate no it doesn't. I was told this one time and I'll never forget it people are more likely to second-guess their memory then second guess your cosplay. Mm-hmm. So if something's not entirely right, it's more likely people are going to think that their memory is wrong and that you're right because you're a cosplayer. Mm-hmm. So you should it should be right. Mm-hmm. But if it's a little off, but it's close enough, that's fine. Yeah. Um, my main, main, main thing about cosplay, it should be comfortable. You and it should be accessible. For the temp, for the weather that you're in, mm-hmm. it's hard though. It is very hard. It's so hard. The coolest things that you see at conventions, they're not practical. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Not. <laughs> um, but you have to be like weather in mind. Mm-hmm. Don't show up to a winter convention in a swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, don't show up to a summer convention in a big like winter coat. Mm-hmm. Because you're not, you're gonna, you're gonna pass out. Yeah. <laughs> and so, also be able to take it off or and put it back on mm-hmm. because you're gonna need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And your friends can't come. All your friends can't come with you to put it back on in the bathroom. <laughs> um. Lastly, or not lastly, but also there is a good chance that people are going to want to have pictures of you. 
And so this is up to preference. Personally, and I think I speak for most cosplayers, I love having my picture taken. That is like the biggest compliment you can get yes. for your cosplay. Yes. And honestly, that's one of the reasons why I do cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Because I love getting my picture taken. Yes. <laughs> but if you don't want your picture taken, calmly say, sorry, I don't want my picture taken. Mm. And if they're a good person, they should be fully understandable with that. Mm. This also goes the other way. If you are taking a picture of a cosplayer, be respectful. Like, they're just a person. Mm -hmm. And so if they don't want you to take their picture, or if you didn't ask to take their picture, don't take their picture. Yeah. But mostly with cosplay, have fun. This this is for you to have fun. Yeah, and the thing is that it, like... I mean, it can be like it can be it can be stupid. Yes. Like it can be stupid. Um, you can't like there were people there. There were people there who were um, cosplaying from Among Us, mm-hmm. and there are people who were doing it seriously, like as in they had the astronaut suit that was dyed the colors, maybe had a little thing on their head, and like they were doing it seriously. And then there were people who came in like blow up Among Us. Suits, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the kind, like the dinosaur ties, but it was Among Us, and they were just blasting music and walking around. Yeah. So like, as long as you're having fun with it, right? You know, like, you can do it anyway. Right. And lastly, some con etiquette. Um, I recommend going with people. You don't really want to go alone. Things can happen. Buddy know, system. Buddy system. I mean, it's a it's a public event. You know, yeah. it's a public event. Um, it's more fun with more people. This so. <laughs> is the biggest thing I can say on a convention, anything. Use proper hygiene. Please put on some deodorant. Take a bath. Brush your teeth. <laughs> like, you are going to be near other people. You're going to be sometimes very close to other people, like in dealer's room and artist alley. Please, please, please be clean. And that that also includes when you're in cosplay. You can wear your cosplay all three days, but put that alcohol water solution and spray it on there (laughs) so it don't stank. Um, Be polite. Be polite to the staff. Be polite because a lot of times they're just volunteers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can... No, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) I was thinking of... What was the last convention that happened? The, The big one. We literally just talked about it. Matsuri? Uh, no. Um, uh, anime... Expo? Expo. Yeah, you could have been mean to the staff at Anime Expo. That was allowed. They took their food. Didn't you see that? No, I didn't. The big... I had been to mention it in that last episode. Sorry, detour. Uh, detour um, time. So, at Anime Expo, um, in the artist alley... So, once again, so Anime Expo... Oh, yeah. I anime Expo that. is huge, but like they still have an artist alley. So, these are still just independent people. Keep in mind. But when when people who do artist alley are at conventions, I mean they're there from open to close and they're sitting at a table, right? All day, okay. Which is why like we we I made the comment like unless it's their friend while the uh, while the actual artist went to go get something to eat, go to the bathroom, but like they're there all day, right? So, I mean, it's very normal. To, I mean, in preparing for be in preparing to be somewhere all day, you pack a cooler. And it's not like they don't have room for it behind their table. 
But at Anime Expo, the staff was taking away their food. And, like, just, like, throwing it away. Oh, my god! They were, like, they were like, there's no food allowed in this convention. And they were just kind of being assholes about it. Um, but, so, now, that could be just, like, a, a bad volunteer miscommunication, you know? Yeah. You, I'm not saying that you should immediately blame volunteers. But there are definitely instances where um, it's not good. But yeah. that's kind of rare. Um, but yeah. <laughs> in that, be polite to the to the vendors. Yes, <laughs> um, they're there all day. Do not tell an artist to their face that you don't like their art. You can just walk away, man. Yeah, they're used to it. Just walk away. They're used to I, it. I promise. I definitely, I definitely, I definitely saw some artists. I was like, man. I, I don't like your art. <laughs> I was like, this is not... But we're going to sit there, we're going to look at but it. I'm going to look at it. And we're going to walk away. And I'm going to walk away. Yes. <laughs> um, be polite to the cosplayers. Like I said, uh, ask them if you want... If, they, if they're if they fine with you taking their picture. Mm-hmm. Don't be creepy with them. Um, there are a lot of gropers at conventions. It's not as bad as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of creepy people at conventions... And you need to be able to avoid them and don't be that creep. <laughs> and lastly, be polite to your panelists. So they're there to for you. They're there for you to present whatever they're presenting. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. Do not try to talk over your panelist. Mm-hmm. Like, I had this... I had, there was one panel that I went to that um, there was one guy that he would just, he, he had to interject in everything. And the panelist said, you need to be quiet because whatever we're saying is 100% funnier than whatever you think you're, you're yeah. going to say. Mm-hmm. And that is so true mm-hmm. for so many panels is that like, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about the panelists. Yeah. And I will say the skill the skill level of panelists vary. Yeah. Because you can have panelists that are like literally like in the industry, voice actors, producers, animators, whatever, but they're in the industry and they're more used to they they know how to control a crowd better. Yeah. You know, but then say for example, I mean, we went to the the LGBTQ, and she was still she was still very well spoken, but she was just a person. Yeah, she was just a person. She had a person job, and this was her, like, side thing that she was passionate about. Right. So like, I I guess I'm just saying like for people who aren't that great at running panels, it is overwhelming whenever you have those people in the crowd and you're trying to keep it together. You know, and a lot of the times those people don't know what to like. The panelists don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, um, like they don't, they wouldn't talk back. Yeah. Because they don't want to be rude. But, I mean, you know. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> don't don't be that person that <laughs> makes the panelists stop what they're doing to deal with you. Mm-hmm. Um, stay hydrated, stay full, and lastly, above all else, <laughs> make sure to have fun. Yes. It's an anime convention. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> and that's it for today. 
No, it's not. What? What are you talking about? Okay, so there are two things that I want to say that I think we should bring up. Okay. So the first one is um, we did not say what our favorite cosplay was at this okay. convention. Okay, you're right. <laughs> we had the same favorite cosplay. Oh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We had the top, same top two. Same top two. We had the same, same top, top two. two. So um, I noticed this person whenever we were going to pick up badges and I was still in my not fully in convention mode so i was too quiet to for them to hear me but it was the uh the golden woman from the jibaro short i'm, I'm gonna have to explain all of this so basically the the t- the anthology on netflix love death and robots right their volume three last episode was called jibaro and it was a story of a golden woman who like falls in love with this man with this knight and like whatever there's a story there and she cosplayed the golden woman from that short and i was such i was in such awe i was like oh my god like i can't believe someone cosplayed from love death and robots mm-hmm. like something that i love very much um so the first time i saw them they didn't hear me whenever all i said was excuse me <laughs> i mean i didn't i didn't get much out um, but they didn't hear me. I, and I was like, okay, it's fine. I'll, I'm going to find them. I'm going to find them. And then all day I didn't find them. And then the next day, the next day, it was yeah, day right? The yeah. Next the next day I found them like right away. Um, because we were, we actually both showed up at the convention at the same time. Like we yeah. were like walking through the door together. Um, and I thought that, that was, it was a really cool cosplay. She had like it was. jewels all over and yeah. Um, and then the other one that we we didn't even see it like in person is the thing i just saw it online uh, on social media but it was a demon slayer group which already sounds very basic right now but it was a group of like maybe five friends cosplaying from demon slayer but then they had on like what do you even call that like that that type of like like you know like when you're wearing a car (laughs) yeah <laughs> like the like with the suspenders whatever they had that but it was the train it was the mugen train they were cosplaying <laughs> the train itself all together and then when they lined up they made the train and they were walking around like that and it was really cool and it was I pretty cute pretty uh creative like a creative spin on like i mean they're you know like half of half of the people they were cosplaying from demon slayer so yeah. like it was a cute little like spin on on like their group in particular was didn't add the train to it um but that was cool and then actually so i meant to interject this okay earlier and it was about the type of things you can do at a convention because something that you is actually really common at a convention is a dance of some sort oh yeah a late night dance so usually the first day it's a masquerade um i would say yeah it's pretty common for it to be a masquerade which is a formal dance and then the other nights, nights. No, it's, it'll be the the Saturday night. The Saturday. So Friday night is usually like the formal dance, and then Saturday night is the rave, which is the party dance, the club dance, right? So the thing is that um, we're still in a pandemic. Masks are still required at this convention. Um, so to me, it makes perfect sense that there wasn't a rave, but um, people were upset about that. Like, that there wasn't a dance. Like, uh, there were a lot of comments like, is there a dance? Is there a dance? When's the rave? Where's where's the rave? But what they did instead was do um, karaoke nights, which I think is a, a pretty good replacement for 
For yeah. what it is, I mean, it's, you're gathering a bunch of people to have fun, right? Like Karaoke is also typically at conventions as well. Yeah, the karaoke can definitely be at, at conventions as well. Um, but that's what they did instead. So no dance, because masks are required, raves get sweaty. Um, Bodily fluids lots, go everywhere. Yeah, it's a mess. I've been to one convention rave. Me too. And I was there for maybe 20 minutes, and then I had enough. I was there so, for less than that. Exactly. So, like, not that they aren't fun, just that it's... It's a lot. A lot of people are there, you know? Um, but I think that that was a smart decision to do instead of a rave, to do the karaoke. I think the people who are upset about it don't get it. I feel like a lot of people were upset about things and they don't get it. But maybe that's just me who thinks that. Because <laughs> um, the other thing was the size. The yeah, the size of the... The dealer's room? Dealer's room. Yeah. So the dealer's room was really spread out, but I like that. It Because usually the conventions that I go to, they're so cramped. You can, like, you're, like, like past each other maybe, but that's it in, as far as aisles. But in the dealer's room, everything felt nice and spread out. And, like, you can maybe even, like, actually take your time looking at things. Right. Um, and I like that. I, I wish more conventions would do that. So that was that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> that is one thing um, about like dealer's room and artist alley is that there's this medium of like don't you don't go by too fast because you'll miss something but like don't just stay there in front of the artist or the dealer mm. because other people are trying to see as well mm-hmm. and I know like I'm, like, iffy on this, but there are people that are, like, have full conversations with, like, a dealer or, like, mm-hmm. an artist. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, okay, I'm trying to see what's there. Yeah. And th- most of the time the artists can see that, too. Though, yeah. And they'll try to move it along. I know. I noticed that with one artist in particular, that somebody was trying to have a conversation with them. And whenever they saw me, like, kind of trying to peer over them, they were, like, like motion them to be more next to the table than, mm-hmm. like, in front of it, you know, kind of thing. But... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that now, now that's actually it. That's all yeah. I wanted to say. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in mm-hmm. uh, to this episode of Kenichi Ha here on the Last Voice Network. I am Natalie. And I'm Jared. And thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.